FM 104's Select Irish with Louise Ty. Select Irish on FM 104 and I'm joined by Tom, Declan, Dean and Dermot of Honor. Hello. Hello Louise. Thank you so much for chatting to me. So each week we chat to an artist about the first gig they ever went to. What was yours individually? We'll go, we'll go clockwise in the room or is that anti-clockwise? We'll start with Declan, that's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> First gig was Metallica and Slipknot. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> My brother brought me to it in RDS in Dublin a long time ago. Oh, very good. What'd you take away from that? It was rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What kind of a person they on triangles? Did it? <laughs> nice. I I found myself in the middle of a mosh pit once or twice. It, it can get rowdy. Oh, it can. <laughs> <laughs> It is good fun, absolutely. And the thing is about mosh pits as well, people you will usually dip in and pick you up. Like they'll they won't leave you on the ground. They'll help you back up again, which is kind of nice, I think. <laughs> and then knock you down again. Yeah, <laughs> this is that's the only reason. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's yeah. good fun. It's good fun. So was that music you used to listen to then at that point? I still listen to it. Nice. Good. He's an angry kind of guy. Yeah. That's okay. Let it all out. Sorry, I said, let it all out. <laughs> <laughs> so then who do we have? Tom. Um, hello, Louise. Um, I think the first gig I went to um, was 2003. I think it was with the remaining members of Thin Lizzy in the nice. Leisureland in Galway with uh, a group of other 16-year-olds. <laughs> and we had a bottle of vodka in the back. <laughs> yeah, that was I think I think that was my first gig. Okay, nice. And did you was that like chosen by yourself? Did you was that one you wanted to go yeah. and see yourself? Yeah. A classic classic rock would be one of my nice. favorite genres and Thin Lizzy would be my favorite band of all time. Very cool. Rock band of all time. So no, it's not the same seeing them without Phil in it but mm. I got I got to see some of the remaining members and uh, yeah from what I remember it was a good night <laughs> very cool you were actually wearing a Lizzie shirt on stage last night that's right <clears throat> yeah no um, yeah I think I think that was my first gig that I was allowed to who are we moving um, on to next Jeremy um, from what I remember my first proper gig was with my family in Crow Park to see Bon Jovi, probably around similar time to. Were you at that gig? <laughs> Nickelback opened for them. Yeah. yeah, that was my. And I remember Jesus was unreal. Richie Sambora, I seen him play, but halfway through Bon Jovi set, this person that came around to us and was like, "If you have a handbag, lift it and put it in your arms." <laughs> Someone right in front of us had their handbag stolen from their feet <gasps> when they were up dancing. Yeah. Oh, it was sugar. such a class gig. He was he was really in peak form back yeah, then. Yeah, so that and was Nickelback unbelievable. Was amazing. Yeah. Rock star, remember that was like the biggest hit ever for the, like mm. at the time. That was a around that time. And seeing it so big, like on such a big stage, must have been pretty cool at that point. Ridiculous! I remember it was a "Have a Nice Day" tour. Do you remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the the logo for the whole tour was a big smiley face just all oh, around nice. Cole Park. I was, like, Love that. I was like, "What is happening?" I actually went and bought a denim jacket that had sleeves, like like a jumper sleeves. I thought I was the shit. <laughs> I was sitting up at the top of the canal end. I would be as well sitting watching it on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> on the 12-inch screen back then. <laughs> oh, it's what amazing. My first concert was Robbie Williams in Slane, 1999. You're joking. Oh, yeah, wow. 
and a friend of mine won a ticket the night before the concert and I went home. I was only 14. You weren't 14. So I, <laughs> so I, I had to go home and literally beg my parents to go, but they, they eventually let me. This is in the middle of the night. I was begging them to get the bus first thing in the morning. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Um, Robbie Williams in 99 would have been the... Oh, it was unreal. Unreal. I haven't listened so, to him since, but I, I, <laughs> but so, I haven't seen anyone in Slane, but it's one I want to go to. It's just an unreal venue, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I also had a bottle of vodka with me too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and Declan, the only sensible one. In this yeah, it's like drink responsibly, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but at that point, when you guys went to your first gig, had you already been playing music yourselves? I hadn't. I, I hadn't. I think we'd all been like learning and going to lessons for whatever instruments we do, but I don't think any of us. I hadn't. Yeah, anyway. I hadn't even picked up an instrument. You were gigging? I started gigging when I was 13. You did not. Oh, wow. I was 15. What, with drumming? Yeah. Jesus. With uh, Krypton, we were called. That's we were, right. I remember that. We, uh, we, we, we were a garage band, really, but we got a few pub gigs where people held their hands over their ears. Wow, that's My amazing. God. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I remember, I distinctly remember people were still smoking in pubs that time too. Yeah. Oh my God. So what was your own first gigs like then? So that you were performing? Because obviously it's it's probably different because you had before on or and now after on or. So what was it like when you were first getting into music? We we kind of a, a weird start when it comes to first gigs because obviously we we were chatting about this the last time we spoke, Louise. Like mm-hmm. we started out just as lads making a music video every twelve months, you know. But then when we decided to actually maybe try and make a show of it, we were probably what about less than a month into it when someone contacted us to say that there was one of the the big booking agents for what's probably the principal festival in America for Irish music was actually going to be in Donegal. Mm. We knew about half a song (laughs) and we had about, I think, three weeks and it wasn't really a gig. They were over doing like a private thing, but they agreed to sit down and listen to us with the group of people they had over if we were able to put together enough songs to fill out 45 minutes. And that was only, what did you say last night? That's a year ago? A year ago. This one. So our first gig was a wee bit unusual and we actually went, everyone sweating buckets and had a, a showcase was essentially our first live gig. Um, and then as in our own actual gig, that didn't actually happen for another... Was it March, was it? The end of March? Was it? April. April. It was April, wasn't it? So it was another th- nearly three months after that. Um, place called the Baller Theatre in Valley Buffet. Mm-hmm. 200, so 198 seats in it. Yeah. And that was kind of... It was kind of like, look, we have enough family and friends to fill it. And uh, that was kind of when the whole thing for us took off, really, because we sold out the first night and next thing, a second night went up, a third night. And then a bigger theatre in the neighbouring town of Letterkenny put up two nights for us and they all sold out as well. So we went from having no show at all to having to fill five nights in a theatre. Wow. Without, I think we knew about three songs when those when those shows were actually sold. Like, <laughs> it was one of the most stressful times ever. You know, did the nerves the get better from... though? Was that Louise? Did the nerves get better from that first showcase to the five gigs? I think doing the showcase environment is actually better because mm. it is so intense. Intense, yeah. <laughs> you know, 
there's you know, that was a pretty long showcase as well because the last one we did was like five songs. Yes, that, that was forty five minutes. Like that was a long showcase. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the thing is, like, we just ambushed a busload of Americans. <laughs> we did, we did. Yeah. Get off the bus for a drink. Listen to these guys. <laughs> they probably In loved the it though. Open. I'd say they loved it. Yeah, they were One thing that probably should be said, Louise, when you ask about our first gig, people complain that there's the music industry is full of uh, bad people. Let's say that's the stereotype, and maybe that's true. But there's also great people in the music industry, and one of those people is a guy called Connor Malone. Mm. Connor runs the Baller. Where's Connor from? He's from Wexford, I'd like. But lived in Dublin most of his life, or something. Yeah, he's a he's a real gem. He mm. he does a stellar job in the Baller, but Connor was contacting Tom at the time and he said, look, for the six days before your show, I think we were April 16th, so from the 10th of April they had nothing on till our gig and he actually gave us the theatre for nothing to rehearse the show for oh, six wow. days, eight hours a day. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, so and been... nowadays we're here thinking, right lads, the show's at eight, if we land at half seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's funny how half things change, the, right? But like you know it what is. you're doing, you know what you're doing now at this point. Well, we don't know about that, but honestly, them them first that first run of shows would have been much worse, um, only for Connor and, and mm. those folks because just being in there, even the sound and everything, we had time to sit with it, and it was a blessing. Nice. There really is good people in. I don't know if it's only in Ireland, but it, like the community of music, there definitely is really good people who want to help each other as well, which is nice. We're probably lucky in that Ireland's so small. Mm. If you're not going to be a good person, if you're not just going to treat people well and with respect, word gets out very, very fast. So true. Yeah. You know, it's too small a community. Yeah, it's really true. But like going from five gigs and now you have a whole tour going. Yeah. We do. We've grown. Yeah. It's grown quite (laughs) a bit. Last night, actually, Louise, we were were in the show. So we were in in Burr. And a gang of ladies actually travelled from Carlo, which I was told last night's much further away than I thought. <laughs> so we're next door. I thought it was next door. But um uh, step over to Carlo then. Yeah. <laughs> around the corner. They actually one of the ladies knew like our next eight gigs off by heart where they wow. were. Because somebody asked to shout it out, When are you in this place? It was when are you in Kilkenny? And the woman in the second row shouted back to her. She knew the dates. Yeah, she knew the dates. I love that. Commitment, like. I heard about us before Christmas, she was saying. You're joking. Yeah, so it's not like she's even known, like been following us for a a long time. She only just found out about us before Christmas. So she's making up for time. This is it. She's making up time. Yeah. 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 Nice. That's it. Like We're actually, we're heading. What's that, Louise? I was just going to say, you've really good fans. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, people travel from Canada and from the UK and everything to come and see. Amazing, it's amazing. Yeah. So you are coming to Dublin. We are. We are. We're um. We're looking forward to that. Yeah, we've actually it's been it's been probably prolonged more than it should be. Trying to get a venue, Louise, (laughs) short term in Dublin is much more difficult than in the more rural parts of the country. You know, um, we've been chasing this for about six months, but we're. We're in the Civic Theatre in Tallaght very, very soon. It's about six weeks away on February 22nd. And then we wanted a summer gig in Dublin. We actually wanted a summer gig in Dublin last year, but we were in no way organised to pull it off. So um, we actually managed there more recently to book Liberty Hall for June 7th. That's, nice. We can't wait for that. That'll be excellent. So, actually, well, it's not Dublin, but we're in Nice in three weeks. We're in um, the Moat Theatre in Nice on February 2nd, which is... 
close to Dublin, but not not quite there. It's only down the road. So, yeah, it's only, only down the road. Only out the road, really, yeah. Yeah. And the same yeah. with, because showing your routes to conferences on this week as well. So that's on in Dundalk and you're on the Wednesday yeah. for anyone who's either popping down or around that area. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, there's so many great events on. Um, when you get the list of people that are going to be speaking and attending and playing at this, this is going to be incredible. Yeah. We're doing... Um, we're on the Wednesday night. We're on from, it's actually really late. We're on quarter to 12 at night until half past 12. We're, we're 45 minutes set on the Wednesday night and then we'll be hanging out around Dundalk um, at the conference on the Thursday. So you're going to get all the dancers on the Wednesday night? If there's four lads that need dance help, it's definitely us, Louise. <laughs> well, I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure they'll join you for sure for a bit of music <laughs> and crack as they Brilliant. say. Brilliant. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. I was also reading you have an album coming. Yeah, absolutely. Some, I'm chatting away here, lads. Someone else speak. Yeah, um, well, Jeremy's in the middle of mixing and mastering it here at the moment. But um, we uh, we actually don't. We actually made shot a video last week for one of the tracks on the album. So that's nice. we're hoping to release that next ten days or so. Next ten days or so. Yeah. And then the album hopefully will be out within the next month. We're hoping to have the album ready for the Millennium Forum gig mm-hmm. on the ninth of February. Mm-hmm. That must be quite so, exciting to have it pretty much ready to go yeah it's been a long time coming hasn't it mm. not waiting on it so it'll be great to actually have it there we actually did it backwards because we were very blessed that we actually live beside a very 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 good um merchandising company they're they're based out of killy bags call us and they have an, actually an office in dublin as well so we had merch nearly immediately like mm-hmm. last summer we had merch and, and we were very blessed to have a nice logo um tom actually worked hard he uh, he got merch linked up with our website now he he has it set up that anyone in the world we did a live stream we do a live stream every week on facebook and uh, it's actually surreal looking at it like someone in saskatchewan buying a beanie hat when you're on it's like what is where is saskatchewan is upside carlo like (laughs) then you're googling where these places are to kind of see how far it's stretching but yeah and i I hope it doesn't sound i don't we don't mean it sound arrogant but at the concert we're, we're blessed that like so many people are asking that's why is there not an album here mm. to buy like and the truthful answer is we don't know it's just taken a long time to get it to come together you know but also like, you want to get it right you know you want to What's do it that? right you don't want to just throw something out you want to do something right so there's no point you know you've done it the right way where you've taken your time and you've put the work into it like so you'll be happier for I it I think you can tell that Louise as well yeah. when you listen like when we listen to the albums we love especially of Irish music you know the ones that they're, they're like made with love and yeah. I think the fact we've been now nearly a year on the road developing the songs developing the harmonies from, from Dean's point of view the arrangements from Decky's point of view and other songs that have come into our kind of our sphere of influence like the album is going to benefit from the last year yeah <clears throat> absolutely <laughs> it's worth it yeah. so if yeah. anyone yeah. wants to find out more about everything you're up to where's the best place to go we're very active on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all those ones. We do a, a live stream. We're aiming for every Wednesday night. Now, we're in Galway this Wednesday, so it'll probably be Tuesday this week. Um, we have a brand new website. We have anormusic.com. Um, that has all our dates on it. It has merch. It has all the details. It has music videos on it. It has everything that we do. It's it's based there. And you can ring Dean on the website. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe don't put his number out online. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. We don't want to be encouraging any craziness. <laughs> oh, no. Thank you so much for chatting to me. Louise, thank you, Louise. Thank you for having thank us. Thank you, Louise. 
Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. $15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.